Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Black Power DB48, Mar Hotel. Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. It's your brother Born. We're going to get it in well tonight. You know, we will come in nice. Praise that Turner, glory to God. Well, a matter of fact, praise that Turner and Ida and Harriet Tubman. Glory to Garvey and Ida B. Wells, long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad and Sandy Muhammad. We put them together like that. Peace and power to the family out here. Um, going on tonight, you know, it's from the well out there. Everybody, uh, let's see here. This thing go on for that really Your bullets, your bills, yeah. bullets, what you want? 
Black Power, B48, my whole chat. What's going on out there, family? This your brother, Ball. Feel on the ground radio. You know, y'all, you know, we threw, threw a couple of tunes on, you know what I'm saying? When we get in there, we had a little couple of things going on. So we getting everybody in here, getting everything correct. But if you, uh, you know, I know you like the sound, so we're going to hit you up with uh, two more, and then we'll be right on with the show and dealing with this news, news, and more news.
Insurrection music, you know, we got to just to get the spirit up and everything, let everything settle out. Might have had a couple of camera who's in early, you know what I'm saying? You know, the African, we had to scam on up out of the chat room early before they can get in and start talking all crazy and everything. But, um, I said, you know, it's news, news, and more news. Uh, what's going, what's going on out there, Sister Camille? How are you? That's it, sister. But I'm not. That's all. That's all. Wow. Let's see what we got going on here. Open my situation up here. Get this new. Get these articles out. Well, first and foremost, you know, it's a new. we're in the new year. I mean, we're in a new month. We're in the new year. Uh, we're in a new month, you know what I'm saying? It's starting off, so all y'all who uh, pretended like y'all 
you know, all y'all who was black for for uh for, for Black History Month, y'all can go back being Negroes and, and stop sending out little checks about all type of uh, crazy shit and um, all type of little checks about the things that you just learned, crazy shit like you found out that uh, there's a black man on the back of a $2 bill and uh, all type of stuff about mulattoes and all these half white folk who did stuff for us. Uh, I don't got to see no more of this uh, handkerchief head and these folks. And that's what, um, you know, we get back to regular African freedom fighters, Marcus, you know, we get back to Nat Turner and it up for the rest of the, for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, we don't see no Angela Davis during uh, Black History Month. Marcus Garvey jump off the radar. All of these people should be venerated. Um, you know, just thinking about that, man, I, I, I'm meeting, I'm meeting people who, you know, we have to we have to understand where we are as a people also is that everybody is not, you know, it took us a long time to get to this point of just being um, almost, almost totally insane. So, you know, we have to be careful when we're talking to our people who might still uh, be very much emotionally hurt and distraught about their situation here with building up the marriage. Saying that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, uh, we all sojourning through this, and it then took us a long time to go down. So it'll take a little while to come up. Don't be so, uh, don't be so hard on those who don't know and be more willing to give up some of this information that you do have. You know what I mean? And that's one of the main things that we got to uh, really get forced to each other is how to give information up to each other in a mannerism that is digestible. And, uh, you know, and as a person, you know, like yeah, basically just it has to be digestible and not only digestible, something that is suiting to their palate. That would be something that they like. You cannot, you know, it's very hard to um, impress people with things that they don't like. You understand? Um, and you have to be able to uh, look at what your what your skills are, incorporate some things that the people do like inside of your skill set, and then utilize that in order to build better bridges and bonds. Um, if you whatever community you went, you want uh, some things that you should uh, do in your community, or you should look at your doing. Is um, if you really want to make people aware, try to get a newsletter, something that's only going to cost you probably like 15 cents, or a sheet of paper, just a small uh, placard, a couple uh, tidbits of information, things that they can do, some numbers they can call, some people they can look out for. If you um, want to host like um, some type of uh, uh, book club or anything like that, a study group or whatever have you, Put that up there. That there's a study group um, studying African-centered um, information. What you know, things of that nature. Put them up there. Put them on a call. Go to your uh, library in your neighborhood. Um, just like how they will be advertising. They got apartments for rent and stuff like that. Post those up in different places in order to get some feedback as to what you can do in your own community. 
because that's the number one thing that it starts off with ourselves and then it moves out into those people who are around us and surround us. So um, those are just some, some tidbits of things that you can get into to help yourself out, help yourself, your community out, because the more that you, uh, the more that being engaged in the community, the better the community will become for, for us also. So... Let's see here. Let's see. Let me get into my news. Um, uh, 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 listen, right? We're, we want to uh, put this out here. That uh, listen, in California, you know, beware. Don't be. Don't drink the water in California. You know they. Water coming out black, toilet water black, there's water out the spout black. And, um, they're telling the people that it's okay because it's just extra manganese. Uh, you know, they're saying that it's it's a trace, because it's a trace metal that it might not, you know, it, they're saying that it's, uh, it's deadly and strong in a lot of doses. You know what I'm saying? So are in a high dose. So I tell you this right now: just watch out, watch out for what you're drinking. And one of the other things is that not only, not only do you gotta watch out for what you're drinking, just not if your water is uh, black looking, but just period point blank, because we understand that most of the water is on what we call treated water. It is basically just ran through a filter and sent back into your house with a bunch of. Uh, chlorine and fluoride in it to just disguise whatever else is inside of the water. So you should have a sufficient type of filter inside of your home, at least uh, a sufficient filter dealing with your the water that you'll use for cooking or drinking. I definitely am against drinking uh, faucet water, tap water. That's something I do, I do not recommend to anyone. Now, um, on to other Negro uh, mainness, we have, um, and, and one of the reasons that we always have to stay on the homosexual agenda is because we have such things as men in hills, understanding a woman better. So celebrating Women's Month. So they're celebrating Women's Month by putting men on the front of this magazine called Black Tuxedos On and High Heel Pump. Uh, two of the brothers, I would say two of them look straight. The one in the middle definitely looks like a flaming fan. But I'm saying if you're just willing to do any part of all of it anyway, I would have to, I would have to look at you as very suspect. But at the least, you know, I, I'm just, that's, 
horrible. It's horrible. When they always make you do something crazy. But this is what's happening. What's happening is becoming is that um, it's becoming more uh, commonplace and more accepted for people to um, do this type of thing. And so they masquerading in front of us. Uh, I was saying earlier, my daughter asked me. My daughter asked me, you know, why uh, why does it seem like such an onslaught? You know what I mean? Why does it seem like such an onslaught of homosexuality? Why do they seem like they're just attacking um, black people? And, you know, as, as I said, it's a, a manner of population control and uh, agenda, to, uh, agenda to keep us from fighting when time to fight comes or keep anyone who is willing to fight when it comes time for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the main reasons for this uh, uh, you know, this is what some of the main reasons that it's going on. But let me see here. I wanted to put this other article in uh, from it's from uh, Gold Coast Bulletin and it's talking about uh, Violent New Zealand Black Power Gang has moved into the Gold Coast and there's nothing cops can do. A New Zealand street gang notorious for razor violence, drugs, and extortion has moved into the coast northern corridor and there's nothing anti-bikey police can do about it. Black Power is actively recruiting Maori and Pacific Islander members have moved into, they're saying they move into a drug trade. You know, that's propaganda, but they are. Um, the anti-gang police task force maximum says it's monitoring black power activities, but because it's classified as a street gang and not a criminal motorcycle gang, it's under, it falls under the dominion of local police. Um, last month, police intercepted them, waving blue bandanas out the windows, outside the windows of Sayu to intimidate rival gangs. Um, so a day later, at a uh, Watanji Day celebrations at Kingston, 15 Black Power members surrounded police as they spoke to the chapter president. Uh, so they got a, a brother. They got a Black Power gang out here, and um, and the Black Power gang was created. They say in the 1970s as a response to the rival mongrel mob gang and white power associated gangs. So you know out there in these uh in them islands you got two sector people, you have some who have more African looking trait, some who have that uh mongrelized, as they said, mongrel, uh that mongrel um phenotype or uh, white looking. And so what happens, you know, as per usual, anytime you got whites around us, that they uh started up with the with the you know, races of white supremacy. The lighter you are, the better you are. And so in order to combat that, the darker, uh, more African people on the island had to get together and form their own uh, group, which, which now is uh, being looked at by the police as some type of gang. But we have to send a salute out there. So all black powers, uh, all black power movements all over. So that was just a salute for those brothers out there in New Zealand. Uh, 
That's not what's going on out there, son. Out there shooting at the police, you know. 
But um, yeah, that's the hood right there, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the hood right there. So you know, that's another way they're getting it in real hard. But I'm seeing that, and because of that police shooting in LA, it seems like they're running that right next to that. And you know, like the same time, like oh look, 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 look. See, they try to like, like uh, make a connection as though this was to get that. See, they tried to get back at it. Somebody shot at me. You watch these police. Don't trust them. Don't trust them at all. Don't trust none of that shit that they're doing. But uh, also, if they are, uh, for the people who are out there, listen, the straight black crime movement is on. You can start a chapter in your community. Uh, contact. Uh, go to the uh, Dedon Kamasi Facebook page or go to waronhorizon.com or contact. Or the contact is liberation at waronhorizon.com. The contact, again, is liberation at Horizon. Dot com and get and you know get in tune with that straight black pride movement. Uh, see see about becoming a sponsor for it in your community. Um, we got get your feet on the ground, man. Get your feet on the ground. Yep, and now uh, also we got you know we got see this is when the when the police. See, this is when we when you don't carry a certain type of uh, code, right? You got white people come in and create a code for you to live by. Now they're going to find people in Louisiana, New Orleans, going to put up a fine. $50 for having your pants down. $50 for, $50 for the first fine. $100 for repeat offense. And if you don't pay your fines, you're in contempt. If you're in contempt, you go to jail. Huh? Huh? We're going to lock y'all up. We're going to lock y'all up. You understand? We're going to lock y'all up no matter what. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the uh, attitude that they're telling us. That's what they're telling us right now. We're going to lock you up. She's looking like Urkel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crack is out of control. That's it. You know, they don't. They know what they can get do and get away with. Ain't no fear. They ain't gonna do nothing. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Now, the one international thing that you know, I'm out. You know, they always running this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kim Jong Un calls for his military. He told he telling his military, look, my Prepare for war. We're going to war with the with the Americans. Now prepare. Get the troops ready. Tell the military, get the troops ready. Get the troops ready. We're going in. They're going into California first, if anything. They said they said they they, they warning North Korea threatens the final doom on US. Yeah, they got tensions on the Korean Peninsula on the rise, with North Korea uh, warning of merciless war and launching two missiles as a joint. United States-South Korean forces launched annual military drills on Monday. The communist country test-fired two short-range ballistic missiles into the East Sea, um, located 37 miles west of Pyongyang, North Korea, early Monday. 
Both flew about 310 miles, according to South Korea's ministry. The test firing of missiles and rockets are often means of expressive dissatisfaction and are conducted regularly, especially during this time of year. North Korea denounces the annual joint military exercises by U.S. and South Korean forces as rehearsals for a northern invasion aimed at toppling the country's regime. Team Resolve and Gold Eagle, which will last till April 24th, are dangerous nuclear war drills for invading the DPRK and unidentified staff of North Korean military said in the statement carried by the State Korea Central News Agency. Uh, Kim Jong-un called for his military to become elite guard units in full preparation for war with the United States. Hmm. Yeah. And they fucking were rushing to it the same damn time. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the reasons why, and, and see, they always prepare like this. When they see that, they prepare. Because, see, history tells them they remember as Mongols. They remember. They remember getting ran in. Uh, they remember getting ran in. You know what I'm saying? They remember falling for uh, for, for uh, tricks like that where they were told. And they remember just saying, uh, I was at Russia. Germany, when Germany invaded. Okay. Who did Germany invade? Germany invaded somebody. They told them that they was only running a drill and ran up in there. Ah, man, was it? I want to say France. I want to say France. Who in the hell was that? That Germany invaded. I'm trying to. Damn. But anyway, they told him it was a drill. So this is this recent history. You know what I mean? It's like it. You know, this not this not two hundred years ago. This is less than a hundred years ago that they seen white people play that. Oh, we just running the drill, running the drill, and then why you think they run the drill? They run right up in your house. So that's definitely saying that. Uh, you know, I, I just seen that and was just thinking about that. That was interesting information. Rahe Rule, what it do tonight, family? Maybe folding. Maybe folding. What's going on? I like to go something, you know, choked out. I don't want to choke you out like that. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just putting just putting in a little bit of news, man. You know, uh, our brother James, you know, come through. Early on the Black Power block, you know, he dropped that eugenics information he dropped over here, but we just want to send it over there to a different audience and everything, you know what I mean? But, um, that was some good, powerful information, man. Yeah. Just head off, uh, you know, and so earlier we said to set off the show by just throwing on, you know, we play, a, play some African insurrection music, you know what I mean? Back to back, about four or five cuts, you know what I'm saying, just to set the mood. But news, news, and more news just going over. I guess just going over a couple articles. Yo, yo, um, brother B, can I request that one funky cut you played on the power block? Uh, which one? <laughs> funky one. What's the funky one with the with the old head? was going when he was talking when he was talking spool. Oh, the mind cups. Mind cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bang that one for your boy, please, brother. You got yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that uh, mind cup. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna I'm I'm order that. 
I'm gonna order the Lumumba. But hey, shoot me the link. It's like my cops. No, I ain't coming. All right, word, word. I got you. I got it right now. Good looking. All right. You say you got it. All right. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I'm good. Black power. All right, Black Power, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's that, that's that deal right there, the mind cuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, your brother laid it down. I like the crack of Jesus myself personally. You know, crack of Jesus, where the hell you been? That's one of my personal favorites right there. I always like rocking that one off. But uh, let me see. Certainly out there in the chat room, if y'all got anything already put there. Already put down the fucking cameras. All right, hold up, hold up. I don't know what that was. Uh, I don't know what that was. That I don't know what that response was to. Damn, I'm seeing it late. I'm seeing it late. Race first. You gotta tell me what that response was to. Now, now I'm late. All right, I'll wait for the. I'll wait for the type man. Tell me exactly what you're talking about. Oh, let me see. Let me, get, let me get back to this. Let me get back to my news. Uh, let's see here. All right. Oh, uh, uh, let me tell, let me get this across to y'all too. One thing too, man. Let me tell y'all something, man. Ain't no such thing as a ain't no such thing. Uh, a rab is a rab. Africans living in Arabia are not Arabs, no matter how long they lived there. Now, and I'm giving y'all this because, see, because this is the logic that I deal with. Because there's no way, there's no way, you know what I'm saying, that I'm an American. You understand? There's no way that I'm not going to believe, I'm not an American. So I got to look at the same Situation when we talk about Africans who was in what we call Arabia, who now people call it Arabs because they was there. There's the Africans. Arab is something totally different. That's a, a a group of people who came in and, and and created that goddamn state and, and created the people there. As a matter of fact, they are creating, basically are created people. Now, uh, we got a lot of shit going on. You know, um, we got this other joint troop in the Justice Department. Um, Let me see here. All right. Y'all listen to the Justice Department. Come on down. The Justice Department uh, said on Tuesday it conducted 
uh, has concluded that the Ferguson, Missouri Police Department routinely engaged in racial bias practices. You understand? Yeah, listen, man, it took, look, it don't take a rocket scientist to see that shit. But the Justice Department has said it, so now uh, don't look for legislation to come down to uh, change this thing, but just look for uh, more money to be sent out in the guise of uh, um, sensitizing or giving some sensitivity courses to uh, uh, to the police officers. Uh, well, let me see. Let me see. Now they say in 2017, though they putting up this thing where they saying they got this chip that they're able to put in your arm and they keep you connected to your cell phone, to your computer, and anything else. Let me see. Let me see. I don't think that. So now they're trying to sell to you something they already got you fucked up with. Your cell phone do all that already. Mm-hmm. It ain't under your skin. It's in your pocket. Now, you seen the cell phone. I seen the one where they got this new drink where something shows like a bar on your arm, literally. Like, literally some real, like some, uh, a bar on your arm. Uh, hold up. Do they? Uh, they got Queen Jasira up here singing the singing the red, black, and green. Oh, here she go. Oh, look at that. Hold up, y'all. Hold up. The number of us that stood up to their flag. We all know that that flag has never represented us or our freedom. So, at this time, I'd like to ask you this. I'm going to ask you all the same. Oh. 
I'm ready. I'm back. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to throw that in real quick. I just seen that. That's uh, just, you know, it was just, uh, that was just filmed. That was just filmed at the RBG, at, uh, at the uh, Warriors Conference, actual fact. I was just filmed at the Warriors Conference. That's the Queen Jacira X. Um, that's their RBG um, international anthem. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I share that. Let me see here. I'll make sure that I share that into the into the chat room. You feel me? Make sure that's in the chat room. That was that was that was that was that deal right there. I'm definitely on that deal right there, man. Let's see here. Let me see. Come on now. Let me try and let me get in. Thomas was a video. Oh man, who was that? They're not trying to let me in to uh into the chat room, family. Not trying to let me in the chat room. Let me see here. I'm gonna go in again. Oh, 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 hold up. That's what I'm doing wrong. That's what I'm doing wrong. That's what I'm doing wrong. Let me see here. Let me throw that in there. Let me throw that in the chat room. That's hot. That's hot. So we got uh, Rahe, what do you think about that? Would you like that right there, man? That's... Did you hear me? You know, a lot of nothing. Yeah, that, that drink, that drink go hard, man. I got the, you know what I'm saying? Man, I, like I could be here. Yeah. I like to wake up for that every morning, no? Yeah, Sunday, it's on, it's on, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. I just now, I just now posted it in our chat room. It's on YouTube. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put down the goddamn cameras. Yeah, you right, you right about that, too. It's about all all the goddamn cameras. Everybody wants to be, you know, everybody want to be a journalist now. Now we all document. Now everybody got to document Everybody documenting every goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? We watching everybody get killed, stomped out, and not doing nothing about it. You know, I'm saying sometimes it's good. You know, like I'm like without the um, undoubtedly uh, without the without that we wouldn't have seen what happened to Eric Garner, right? 
we wouldn't have seen what happened to, to you know, to, 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 to plenty of brothers at no point in time. We wouldn't have seen what happened to Oscar Grant, right, without the camp, you know what I'm saying? But this is, this is the thing. You got, now the thing with, the, uh, with Eric Garner, that, he was there by himself. You know, even though it was out there in the public street where it could, it had the potential to have hundreds of people around, it wasn't hundreds of people around. They were Oscar Grant, it's hundreds of people around. It's really hundreds of people around, but they can't shoot everybody. But we don't take it upon our, we, we haven't uh, gotten to our mind state, the, the fairness of the situation that we're dealing with, or uh, not only severity of the situation, but the urgency of what we're dealing with right now. You know, but that's one of the things that uh, take off from our people. But, you know, I don't hang our people on that right there. I just know and understand that that's what we're dealing with. So we got to start, like, the women are the number one. The women got to really start saying to these dudes, like, yo, man, you better, you know, the women have to take the initiative to force men into a situation where not that you are playing on his manhood, but you are. Not that you're trying to belittle him as a man, but you're using the fact that he's a man and you're a woman to push him into a more manlier type of role when you see things going on that a man should be in. So, um, you know, especially things like complications, you got, you know, you, you got women just jumping on women and dudes acting all just crazy, you jumping on the elders and all type of shit like that. You know, it's, it's just, um, it's certain things are just ridiculous that we allow to go on and we grab our cell phone and start yelling, uh, you know, I'm not even going to give them another plug, but we start yelling this out because I'm not going to get, I know another plug because that's the, the, the owner and operator of, uh, the most offensive site, you know, to us right now is, uh, is a homosexual. I've, I look down and he looked like a practicing homosexual, but I know he's definitely a promo. Has no problem with with the uh, with white sex. Um, with that being said, let me move on to the next story. Black power, sister, come in. That's what I I hear somebody out there. Oh. Get this thing together. Black power, brother boy. Black Power. Family. Uh, what's going on, Sister Kameen? Jumped out and jumped out of nowhere real quick just now. I'm in, I'm in transit. That's what it is, you know? Uh, uh, no doubt, no doubt. I know you always making moves, you know what I'm saying? Sister Kameen is uh, definitely one of the ones who's always on the go, looking out for family. You know, so we always make sure, you know, she get that dua, which is praise, and, uh, you know, she always get that praise. 
you know, always, always praise to the sister for making sure her African family is um is correct. Thank you, King. Black Power for those those words. And likewise, Uh, Brother Uh, Solomon was simply uh, fantastic on Black Power Block, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You definitely put that work in. You know what I mean? You don't have to have them come back. uh, And just work the timeline and everything. Work the timeline on, on the whole situation. We just go go right into debt, jump right back off into the, you know, the um, racism uh, part of it, uh, especially dealing with the scientific racism, which is something we really have to really, really buckle down on, the understanding of the scientific racism because what's going on, okay, because we don't really understand the the politics behind the situation. We don't see how it, it goes from one from one uh, place to another, we don't understand how scientific racism also affects religion, how it also affects uh, entertainment. You know what I mean? We, we're not really seeing the connection, so we see it over here, but we really can't tell what the uh, outcome of the, uh, of it over there is going to have on other things. We're going to make the connections for the people. I'm sharing. And I meant to say a black cast. Uh, no, no doubt. You know, as we are working in progress, we are trying to change the slave language up. We be creating it as we go. That's what makes us so beautiful as Africans. We be creating it as we go. I say, you know, and, I, and I'm definitely a sister from the field. Uh you want to, uh, you know, she's part of the creator. She's part of the creator crew. And make sure that they recreating this shit as we go along so they can see it for what it is and that it ain't no good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I can't wait. I'm waiting to get um to the spot. Because a brother had posted on my timeline a story about a sister being murdered by a 31-year-old crackerbeat veteran while she had her 14-month-old son in her arms who was also wounded. And what disturbed me, I mean, that's disturbing too, but let me get it right. But the fact that this happened seven years ago, and I'm just hearing about it now, and how it came about is that the family is still seeking some justice because this got no national attention. And this happened in the Cracker Beach state of Ohio where the young brother who was murdered a right, and they're now saying that he's the reason, it's his own fault that he got murdered by the Cracker Beach cop. So mm-hmm. family's trying to get some attention now to what happened to their loved one who was, again, Sister with a baby, with a, with a baby in her arm, murdered. Didn't even care that she had the baby. When they shot her, they ended up wounding the baby. Mm-hmm. Well, we know what they do today, baby. Uh, but 
Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll have to get to that uh, right there so we put that article out. But we'll hit this right here, though. I got one thing from Newsweek. Head transplant could replace gender reassignment surgery for gender dysphoria. An Italian neuroscientist researching the possibility of human head transplant believes that the procedure could help people with gender dysmorphia. Dr. Sergio Canavero of the Turin's Neuromodulation Group published a summary of this technique known as Gemini Spinal Cord Fusion in the Surgical Neurology International Journal this month. In an interview with Newsweek, Dr. Canavero said that the procedure could have wide-ranging implications for those who feel trapped in their own bodies. The condition, he says, prompts many to commit suicide. Why not give them a chance, he says. There might be an ethical quagmire there. I'm not getting into it. I'll leave that to society. Told, uh, Dr. Canelo told Newsweek he believed that head transplants could be carried out safely within two years. He said a Russian patient had already volunteered to undergo the surgery. He intends to cover the cost of the operation by crowdfunding through sales of his book, Head Transplantation, Head Transplantation and the Quest for Immortality. Wait a motherfucking minute. Wait. That's some wait, beastly shit, though. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, hold up. This one, wait, hold up. How do you even think of some shit like that, man? You got to listen. He says, there may the be reason, quagmire. There may be an ethical quagmire. But I ain't worried about that. I let the people, let society judge whether or not it's ethical or not to give somebody another hand. But this is my quest for immortality. He said the proposed procedure involves a surgical transfer of a healthy head onto a decapitated donor body, both of which are preserved via deep cooling. The method depends on sharp severance of the two spinal cords and the use of substances including polyether compound, poly, polyethylene glycol to bind the separate neurons together. Electrical stimulation is used to encourage neuron regeneration parents. Patients would be kept in an induced coma for three to four weeks before undergoing intensive rehabilitation in the following months. Experts in neuroscience have questioned the feasibility of procedure while members of the transsexual community say that such a procedure should not even be necessary. Oh, the transsexual actors said this isn't going to be the answer to the transgender problem. Oh, you're acknowledging it's a problem. The answer is making sure we identify people as soon as possible so we can help them as soon as possible so they can have the body they want. He adds that identifying assisting young trans people before they reach puberty should mean that such drastic surgery remains unnecessary. You mean to oh. tell me there's a sick-ass doctor somewhere that's so much of a motherfucking faggot that he figured out, he said, if you hate yourself so much, I could cut your head off and give you a woman's body to take the faggot out the misery of living as a man. That's a goddamn shame. You got to be sick, yo. You got a serious, a serious psychological problem. You just ain't fucking normal, man. Yeah, he said this shit going to be able to do that shit. And the way for him to get away with that shit is he go tell rich people, I can make you live forever. How? I'll chop your head off and put you on, on the body of a fucking 13-year-old. You can live life all over again, as long as you can pay for it. <laughs> Shut like your immortality, man. 
You know, I'm saying the white man is, uh, you know, the white man is the epitome of nonsensical science. He does everything. He does he he does anything and everything to not figure out no real, you know, like all right, all right, listen, right. You get shot or some shit, they could save you in there. You know what I'm saying? Stop you from bleeding and all that shit. Right? Ain't do that. But at the, uh, in a totality, the majority of the signs that they use to save you, if you get shot, is they find they figured out how to do that shit anyway by shooting you. See, there were people don't understand that. Look, black people were just guinea pigs. They would shoot you, take you in there, and then just start working on it to see. How, let's see how we can stop this. Let's see how we can sew this up. Let's see what's gonna happen with this. They didn't do this type of thing. That's what I'm saying. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this type of beast. So any type of science that they don't learn to help people out, they only got it through helping. They only got it through the destruction of us. So we owe any type of medical goddamn help. You know what I'm saying? That we need. So don't get like people fool you into thinking, well, look, man, well, if you don't like white people, why are you going to their hospital? Why are you going to shut your goddamn mouth? White men wouldn't know nothing about no hospitals. None of that shit left me taught him. You remember he remember that one he remember white people were scared to take a bath unless they thought demons would get them. You understand? White people were scared to take a bath unless they thought demons would get them. So now were now the Olympic swimmers and shit. Yeah, right. Now they the ones who tell us we need uh, 99.9% germ killer everywhere we go. Everywhere you go, you got to have some san- 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 sanitizer. Santa, give me my hand sanitizer. Give me some hand sanitizer. We got to sanitize everywhere we at now. From a motherfucker who just, I'm saying, just yesterday thought that he, if he took a bath, demons would get him, and that the world was flat if he went too far, he'd fall off the edge. And I'm saying yesterday, but 400 years ago was just yesterday. Trust me. 500 years ago, and we go back 500 years, he didn't know that the world wasn't flat. Uh-huh. You understand? That ain't, you know, and in the scope of history, that ain't that long ago. That ain't that long ago for a people to think that the world is flat. You know what I'm saying? And think that if you took a bath, you'd have the demons. And I yeah, believe that, they still believe that now. now that's, that's only five okay. grandmas, man. That's only, five only five grandmas, grandmas, yeah. That's only five grandmas away, right? Only five grandmas away. So. Who is anybody mind is into some shit like that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, <laughs> baby. Nobody. Nobody is into that. <laughs> Hit him with the K sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hit him with the key, baby. Hit him with a little killer key. But I'm saying, though, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, though, family, that is that's nonsensical, man. We got we got to come up off of this. We'll come up off of this. Like like I was saying on the other show, though, man. We got this thing where you know, our people nowadays, man. You know, I guess, I guess, you know, I'm looking into this different little. Your avenues and all that, you know, we got to stay aware of what's going on out here in the media world, in the African uh, media scope and view and what we're thinking and what we're doing out there and what, they, what they're telling our people and what they're not. So now I'm out there listening, I'm watching, and I'm seeing what they're telling our people. And so one thing that they're telling our people now, they got our people off into this guy. We was, at, we was in the alien things before, right? 
We've been to them before. You know what I'm saying? G York took us all the way into it. We was we was gone. We was out of here. You understand? We was out of here on the alien thing. Now our people is back with the alien thing, but they they running in a little different because not only are they running the David Ike reptilian thing on us, they running the reptilians, but now they really got us believing in the reptilians because now they they telling us about well um they talk about how people get kidnapped up under the ground. They got all these, you know, they they using shit from Samaria. Look at these pictures. These people right here is half or whatever, half all type of look. He half snake and and all this shit. And I'm saying they went from saying we was gay in, in Africa, just Egypt full of homos, to now Egypt wasn't created by no Africans anyway. It was aliens did it. And God just <laughs> It was the aliens, half-breed aliens, and y'all know that they was there because you see them on the walls. Now, I'm telling you straight up, listen, y'all see the aliens on the wall. These are the dopes. I'm telling you, these are the dopes, 35, 40 years old. You see, you see them aliens on the wall, and since you see them there, you know that that's real. Why would they put them aliens on the wall? But Brother B, but Brother B. They got cone heads, brother. Yeah, yeah, the heads. Look at that. Who who gonna have heads like that? That's the alien. That's the alien. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm I'm just like, you know, listen, man. Stay out there, goddamn. Stay off of David Ike page, man. Stay fuck on David Ike page, man. Don't don't buy another book by Zachariah Stitch. You give his shit back. Don't buy another Zachariah stitching. Stay over David Ike page. Cut that shit out. Why are you listening to Cracker Flow anyway, man? What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? See, like, you know, the white man got it. He got he he make he'll say something smart. He'll say, look, look, the white man like a broke broke clock. The white man like a broke clock. A broke clock is right two times out the day. So if you catch him, if you catch him at the right point, he might tell you some shit that's correct. Any other time, watch out for anything he's fucking saying. <clears throat> See, that's what I define as as a lie, brother B, because a lie is like when you when your kid told you, you know, they was at the park. Yeah, they was at the park, but she wasn't telling you she was at the park acting ass. You see what I'm saying? That's what Whitey do. Whitey tell you, you know, that, that's all they do. <laughs> you can't, can't lie to me if you don't got some kind of truth in it, because other than that, it's just a story. Story ain't a lie. So the definition of a lie is the alteration of the truth. You have to alter the truth in some form, some manner, in order to lie. That's how come you can always find the truth in the lie. Like power. Like power. Like power. Yeah. Saying that, saying that, man, I watched the, the movie The Warriors the other day. Yeah. The Warriors was a quicker movie than what I thought it was when I was a child. When I was a child, when I was a child, that movie seemed like it had to be two, almost three hours. <laughs> you understand? 
That seems like a long fight from the Bronx back to Coney Island. That was a long, drawn-out fight, it seems like, man. But I paid attention to the symbolism in there. Now, the white boy got it off of a – he said he, he, he thought of it from a, a, a fight that the Greeks and the Persians had in a city called Kunix. Let me see. Kunaxa. Kunaxa? Uh-uh. Yeah. I looked it up. I can't find it in my... Let me see. Let me see if I got this right. Let me see here. Yup, yup. Exactly, I was right. He said he got it from this battle that happened in 401 B.C. between Cyrus the Younger and his elder brother, Aristotle, who had inherited the Persian throne as Artaxerxes uh, number two. And they was all surrounded by, they were surrounded all over, surrounded on all sides, and had to fight their way out. You know what I'm saying? So he said he got the story from that. And he just built him a story built on modern uh, uh, New York and just used that backdrop, though, for the game and how they had to fight <laughs> things back to, uh, to Coney Island and everything. Some of the real particular, some, some of the, um, some of the interesting uh, spots was, though, is that I, I noticed that, you know, in, in, in the movie, though, we could not have a black hero that the main character, the uh, character that they went to go see was uh, Cyrus, which is a, a play on a saw, or Osiris, which is a, still a play on a saw. And he also, in, in he, uh, twice, he went into the Jesus pose. And during one time when he was in the Jesus pose, you know what I'm saying, he got killed, which is something that is something that happens a lot when you see when you watch movies, people get killed in what you call a quote called a crucifixion type pose, which is just a um like I said, is a uh when you see it, it's a metaphor for the Jesus character. Or someone who is has redemptive qualities, or is a redeemer, or a savior of the people, and so that's what uh, the brother in the movie was looked at like. And the other thing was is that the first brother, the main brother, who was the uh, original leader of the warrior gang, he was dressed up like he was from Kimmy. And I say that by saying, if you look at the headdress that the Sarah would wear. If you look at the headdress that will be on the uh, mask of two Akamans, you would see that the brother in the Warrior movie, the original leader of the gang, he wore the same uh, style headdress. So that was very interesting. And it's also, uh, you can see the, the devilishment of the beast. You can see their, uh, their nature. You, you could also, you know, that was... Um, they they brought to us the lesbian scene also within there, where we had the uh, the lesbian group of women, the Lizzies, who were out the, uh, hunting the hunting the warriors down also. So we had that going on right then and there, which they were bringing that to us. It was a very, uh, like I said, man, it was a very interesting movie. Just looking at the dynamics of trying to get free and escape from somewhere, just the different things that they fell through. 
Sad that the girl brother died, though. <coughs> but it's a story of triumph, but too bad it wasn't more. Brothers, even though you you were made to feel that the warriors were black, they had on the back of their, they had the uh, rod with the wings and hey, rule on the back of their coats. You know, they was all in the brown, wearing the brown, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have on the black, but they had on the brown, which is uh, also something that is used when they, when they, because, you know, as our brother Little could attest to, when they do movies, they use certain color uh, coders just uh, to, they use certain colors to project, to project certain type of ideas and thoughts to you. So all of them wearing brown to me was uh, something subjective of, of being, uh, uh, just, uh, uh, let me as a concept, conceptually, they was conceptually uh, black or brown people just by putting them all inside that brown color. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying, Brother Little? I got the planes over here for Black Power, Brother. Oh. <laughs> I hear it in the background. All right. Well, Brother Hebrew, you out there? Yeah. What happened to the family? Man, the family out there, I don't know what's going on with the family tonight. But like, anyway. I'm keyed in now. I'm officially where I need to be. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I was just talking about how Brother B. My bad. I had planes coming over here, brother. Oh, all right. Well, Joe, what I was saying about the uh, movie The Warriors and the color coding that they had on the on the brown and everything and how uh, a lot of times when you put a whole group of people in brown like that is normally they, they're um, sending the message across that those are black or brown people or melanated people. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So yeah. that's also the yeah. They might have it like with a red background as well or something to let you know it's dangerous. Mm. See, anytime yeah. it's a bad character or something like that, it'll be it'll be to have melon. Now you're saying that, right? Uh, because because of the way the movie was, right? The the good guys were black. You know what I'm saying? The bad guys was white. You know, in the movie The Warriors. Okay. Yeah. You seen the movie before The Warriors? Yeah, I seen Warriors come out and play. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the that right there is the most memorable part in that movie. If you say that to anybody, I just had that happen. I just had to say that to somebody and that's the first that was the um that was the line that they quoted. Warriors come out to play because that was that and on the memorable Can You Dig It? Can you dig it? <laughs> that was that was it. Those were the two memorable lines in there, definitely. Not mean at the beginning in the movie, but um, one of the things that one of the other things that I seen in the movie is that at the end of the movie, the white boys all looked at gay, 
at the end, end of the movie. <laughs> when they got on the beach, when they got on the beach, they all had on the Macho Man like outfit, you know. And I don't no. mean like Randy Savage. I mean oh, like the YMCA. <laughs> they all had on the YMCA cop outfit with the little faggoty cop hat on. They all was. I said, damn man, they all look strange right there. But one of the things they also was telling is that you have to watch for inside of your circle. If you're doing something, you have to watch your inner circle because, see, the inner circle of the white boys is the ones who got the white boys busted. Yo, that shit just hit me. You just said the most fucking flanker, flamboyant, gay shit in ever, man. This shit is motherfucking right to, uh, what, that YMCA shit? Macho, macho, man. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> macho, man. They was. That's the only thing I could think of when I looked at him is that video, Macho, Macho Man, and that cop. Right, right. When you said it, it's just a flaming faggot picture coming by. He's flaming. Goddamn, man. Fucking flavor. But anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Now, y'all, that was funny, though. Yo, that was funny. I caught that, brother. Black Power. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that's how they – but that's just the type of propaganda they put out because, that's, you know, they made the tough guys because they were the tough guys, right? They looked at foodie as all of them. Then you had some of the other brothers with all the little purple little vests on. I'm saying, like, like I, watched every, I watched the movie, and I said, dear, man, they, was, they, was ush- they ushered in all types of things that we was not that, – that, that just wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? That was the era of, of wearing a vest with no shirt and all type of shit like that. You feel me? Yeah, that's those, those are flavors, man. Fucking flavors. Yeah. That's when I started laughing. But you can not tell the difference between the flavors. Macho, macho, man. I said, oh, shit. And the way that they did it, you could tell the difference between the straight brothers and the flamers. The same thing that they did, they brought us back to that. Because that was during the 70s era. In that 70s, you couldn't tell who was straight and wasn't. Everybody wearing little crazy-looking stuff. Men wearing biker shorts and shit, pink and purple biker shorts, you know. Brothers was wearing all that type of feathers out their head and all type of shit. You know, you didn't know what, you didn't know what a brother was doing. What he was doing there. Then we got a point where we was like, later for that, we went back to back. brothers just start winning. Just look, we gonna, you're going to know that we rough. we just going to look rough. And then they brought us back to an era right now where you can't tell the difference between what a heterosexual man will wear and a sexually confused one. They were in the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of us. Not all of us. Not all of us. I, I refuse. I refuse to put it on. I was. I refuse. Mm-hmm. I was fly back in the day, right? I used to just fly back in the day, real fly and fresh and shit. You know what I'm saying? Slacks on and shit like that. You know. Always buttoned down and shit, Molly B's on and shit right there. And I had a real pimping 
type of man's purse, a real man bag. It wasn't a purse. It was a real man bag. It was a real one. And then I couldn't even wear it no more. Once I seen Negroes with purses, I said, damn, I can't even put my shit on no more. And, you know, got me a fly, Gucci, real man bag, and it just started. Can't heat up. I said, damn, I can't even wear this no more. This shit don't look like a pouch no more. Now it looks like a purse. Why? Because they don't look got purses on. That's a purse. Well, pouch got to go. But that's starting to happen, and it made me stop. It made me stop dressing a certain kind of way, because the little they be wearing the funny little suspenders. They wearing the little button ups and slacks, and then and that was just like all of a sudden it just looked. You know, you couldn't be suave. You just look gay, looking suave. So you got to go back to. You got to go with put your boots on, and and. and don't put on them tight ass Levi's and some regular Levi's or something and, and come out because you can't and you got to wear white tees. That's why most of the time they, you see men with t shirts on and stuff because they're like, yo, if I put a button down on nine times out of ten, I'm going to look soft because this soft joke is always wearing it. It was once, once upon a time a cool brother could wear something like that. Now you can't be cool wearing that. You're going to look like a punk. You know. I need somebody to help me understand where it's cool to have to hold your pants up with one hand. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. Yeah, I don't know when that happened. Now, since the I came up in the air with the big-ass pants and all that shit. Super big, just two pairs of pants on, a pair of shorts on, sweatpants, and then a pair of pants on top of that, or a pair of pants, shorts, pants, and a sweatpants on top of that, whatever, however it went. But we had a belt on. We had all these joints. We had multiple pockets. We had stuff you had to put in this pocket, put in that pocket. And, you know, it was it was for certain kind of reasons. You know, I wore the big clothes like that, but always had a belt on because at any point in time you had to get low. So I don't know when it came to not wearing a belt, I, you know, and I think that that was some type of programming for going into jail, going into jail, and also, like, they started that thing in the courthouses, too. And you couldn't even wear no belt going to court, right? And you go to court, they make you take the belt off, and you know, put the belt back on. And I'm saying all the, little, the judicial system made that like that. And I respect that, but it, to me it's very faggoty. Uh, yeah, no. I had a situation the other day. I'm out in the hood, and I see a brother. His pants were so low that he literally had to hold the pants up with one hand while he got a sold in his other hand. And I'm just thinking, like, when I was growing yeah. up, his pants was baggy. But like you said, they had a belt on. Because you was oh, the brothers was always prepared for action in case yeah. you, had you had to hop a fence, you had to, you know, jump up a car, something. <laughs> Anything you got to hold on to your goddamn pants. Yep, anything can happen. So you had to have a boat on. You had to be prepared for anything to happen. But see, they living in the they living in the cartoon world where they pretending everything happening. Then when something do happen, their ass is tore up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They living in that. See, because see, they got that. On. I'm telling you, they got that for TV. See, they didn't get that. They didn't get that from the people who was in their neighborhood, who was older than them, who was out there, you know, 
who they say that they copied the style from, who is who is uh, commonly said that, look, that style come from the drug dealers and all that. No, no, it didn't. Proof. Proof. You have to prove that. <laughs> because those who was really drug dealers and stuff out there, they knew they had to get low. You got to be able to get low. Police come up, you got to be able to get low. And you can't get low with your goddamn pants at your knees and, and no belt on. On top of that. How can I get low? Even if I pull them up, they're still going to drop right back down. I can't get low. These, you know, these children have been uh, effeminized to the point where they don't even understand that it's, it, it is effeminized to have your butt out like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I say something to them about their butt. World life. Yeah, man, why you got your butt out like that? You think I don't like to see your butt, man? I'm telling you, somebody going to squeeze your drink, son. World life. And they be, huh? Huh? Yup. It's just going to happen. Then they get a date. Now, it's not that they can get offended, but they got to think about that shit like, damn, hold up. Damn, man, I, what's wrong with you? I got to, you know, and it's like, yo, but then when we got the adults who going out there, that's what I said. It's, I don't know, man. The, the adults doing the same dumb thing. They, but they'll wear a belt, but still pull their pants way down. It's low. I'm like, what is going on? Man? Just put on baggy pants again, man. That's it. That's it, man. Just put on the baggy pants. You got to make Carl Kanai some money again. You got to get Carl Kanai back out. Because Carl Kanai had the best baggy pants you can get. You can wear them all the way up on your waist, all the way up. Put the belt on, and they still, and the way that he made them, I'm going to tell you, Carl Kanai was a genius the way he did them pants. Because the way that he made them, they would be fitted on your, on your waist, and they would immediately flare out mad big and baggy. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know who wore Carl Kanai's. I know I did. If you ask some dudes who wore Carl Kanai's, ask them, and they had deep-ass pockets. They pockets were super deep, like some super deep joints. And you put all type of stuff inside them pockets, super deep. You know what I'm saying? We need to make Carl Kanai come on back out with them jeans again. I'll pay for some vintage Carl Kanai's right now. At least they stay they stay up on your damn waist. You know, I've seen these other faggoty looking joints where they make them to look like they hanging off your butt. But they still up on your waist, but it looks like your butt out. It's like spandex around your hips. And then it still looks like the pants crotches is way down hanging on the on the ground. Like they crotches them fell out. <laughs> but sister Kimmy, I'm I'm still like I said, I'm I, I think that it, it really came off of watching them rappers on T V where they close like that. You know what I mean? Uh, because just like they like they say, even like the people I seen coming home from jail, they wasn't really doing that. Like people say it come from jail, and I would say that it come from jail, the image, but I think that they pushed it right into the television screen more so than mm-hmm. people was coming out of jail with it. That sound real. Knowing how uh, how propaganda is used by the crackers, that sounds real to me. Like, 
think about it. Just think about the people you've seen going to jail and coming home. It wasn't like they was really coming home with that news, with that. They, I know people right now, Snoop. They was, yo, I know dudes who was in jail. When that shit was coming into jail, and these old times, old heads. It was like, yo, when that shit coming into jail, they like, yo, what the hell? It ain't in jail. Only ones who doing it is the faggot. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't, it didn't come out of out of jail like people wasn't coming out like that. You know, if you wasn't just a total faggot, you wasn't really in there like that anyway. That was an image that they pushed out. They knew it was a faggoty image, and they knew that they could uh, utilize that shit. It's from, it's, it's from jail, because that's something that people say. That's something people say. It's the style that come out of jail. It's, it's how the homos rock in jail. Yeah, well, how did homos didn't just come home wearing their ass out? Because people would have known. So how did you get the straight people to put their ass out? Shit, I remember when we started sagging because they only had motherfucking tight jeans. Like them tight-ass shorts they only used to have. Remember in gym class and short, short-ass basketball, old-school? Yeah, if people there like, now you're right about that. You're right about that. I, re- I remember that era, too, when, when uh, basketball shorts started to have to get longer because nobody wanted to have one of the little-ass basketball shorts. But that's when all the clothes got bigger, though. All the clothes had gotten bigger. Because I know over in Cali, when I was seeing shit that was from Cali, people was wearing, they was wearing them big-ass dickies. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, and it wasn't like they was wearing no tight-ass slims. They wasn't wearing slims. And I'm on nice nope. size pair of dickies and shit. It's White so, tees and a dicky and a hoodie, same dress code now, today, homeboy. Now do they now do they wear belts over there? Yeah, you know, but none, 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 none of them cowboy shiny ass puffy belts. I'm just saying, not to say the belt just to hold the pants up. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Man, you got to hold the pants up. You got to get up from popo. Now I'm just I'm just asking because I'm trying to see how. You know what I'm saying? Like Cali got mad people who come from jail, right? Cali got mad people come from jail. They got yeah. they wearing them up. See that's what I'm saying. They wearing them up. Coming the home from got jail. Niggas got a little sag, but niggas shirt is so long. And niggas yeah, but ain't nobody. Back. We wear basketball yeah. shorts and shit. Exactly. You now you saying so, that right? Man. Now you saying that right with the long shirts on and all that? We wore the long shirts too. So if we did have some part of our boxes were showing, it was just the little part of the. It was the part of the top of it. One no. My, it wasn't nothing up under my pants was never up under my butt, sitting up under my butt on my thighs. You know what I'm saying? With these jokers, I've seen jokers literally, lit, yo, literally with their pants down so far that they sitting on, they like really sitting on their butt on, like, they don't get no underwear on, pants sagging, and it's sitting on his butt on the bench. Mm-hmm. You understand? I've seen those do this crazy mess. And you don't want to pull your pants up so you'll sit on your pants on the bench. How, what kind of mess is this? Crazy, ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what we're dealing with. And I, I, I'm saying, I think that that really came from, it came from an image that they seen on the TV because they couldn't have got that image totality from people who was coming home from jail. That just wasn't I didn't see them coming home like that. Not, not when we started wearing it. It was just more like we wore the big clothes, the big clothes. We wore the big clothes, 
And then when they started to small the clothes up, people still warm like it was big. Like so, in order to make it look big, you had to sag them down. But damn, now they got skin tights on and and stretch pants sagging, and you can't do that. Oh man, just a command. They just don't win that. You see a dude like that, you say, listen, man, you look like a Christian. Oh, a fag, because it really is. What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? difference? You look like a Christian. (laughs) You're right. I shame. No doubt. (laughs) That's how I I call them so they don't get so. You look like a Christian. And they normally say, yeah, that's what I thought you was. I thought you was a Christian. Look like one. I associate that immediately with homosexuality. You look like a Christian, man. Are you with us? That's what I thought. thought you was one. thought you was one. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. Let's see right here. Let me let me start right here to the to the chat room. I'm gonna mess around let my drink find out. You say it to the chat room. See what's going on in there. But at at the end of the at the um at the end of the day, you're gonna definitely have to do some straightening up in the community. People have lost their mind. They have lost their mind. And if we and if we continue on this on this path right here, we'll never be able to get to exactly what we need to get to. Yeah, because seriously, I think that is a real sign of uh, the insanity that uh, Doctor Amos Wilson talks about, and I mean on a severe level, where mm-hmm. where we our men could be in young men and mature men. I'm talking our brothers in their thirties. Early forties. I'm quite for sure there's some fifty year olds out here understanding the world with the pants off your ass. I, I I just can't for the life, yo. For the life. Yo, I had to tell this see a woman and, and I am guilty, particularly when I was younger, definitely skin tight, body right. I ain't going to lie about it. But in this society, not just that, um, my physical is what also attracts the opposite. So a woman, you know, when I was on display like that, for lack of a better word, I'm not saying it's right, but, you know, um, you know you're a teenager, you're doing what you do, you know, young woman, early 20, 20, you know, blah. And mine ain't right. I was out of my African mind. Let me throw that in there, too. All right? Okay. I understand a sister showing, you know, maybe the stomach, lower back, even the under butt cheeks. If it's a stomach you got on your short shorts and whatnot. I don't expect that out of my man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't expect that out of the man, man. I don't expect you to have that on, man. What are you doing with a shirt on? What's your cleavage out, man? Explain this to me. A V-neck shirt with your cleavage out. Come on, man. I don't understand these, you know. And like you said, 
These dudes is walking around with back tattoos and shit. You understand? They got they got they got what they call it. I don't know. I, I forgot what you said. Some type of I don't know. But the little tattoos them girls be getting on the small of their back. Tramp stamp. Yeah, the tramp stamp. Cheese Negroes got tramp stamps on their goddamn back. And you know who tell you deal it with? Insanity. Insanity. I'm telling you, if one live up the street, wait till the snow, wait till all this ice storm. Wait until all this ice storm. I'm about to have a special one day and bring this joke on. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I'm going to bring the joke on. I'm going to bring the joke on because I want them to expose these goddamn Negroes who sleeping with women and sleeping with this thing. Black power. That's the bottom line, because I ain't thinking about saving this faggoty fag. You get caught, his head get bust, like the old rest of them. I don't, I don't got no, I, 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 you like what you're doing. I ain't got anything to trust you. But I know that you are the detriment to the community. And so the men you sleep with is a detriment to the community. But we can't let them be sleeping with you and sleeping with our women. No, that ain't gonna work. And since I know he's an incredulous fag, you know how they is. Big proud. They'll tell anything. They'll tell. Just a tell. Because the only reason I know he'll do it because he was out telling on the dude when I, I heard him. I'm at the bus stop. What the hell is it? Is it right? oh, just right out like this? Talking about what the hell is he talking about? Oh my God, oh, man. I'm like, oh, Lord, what is the hell? He's talking some real faggoty mess about some dude and calling a girl and the girl calling him, asking about sleeping with this dude. Oh, no. He tells the girl he's sleeping with the dude. The brothers who around the brothers say, man, why would you do that, man? They're like, man, that girl that mess around couldn't be suicide. I'm like, what the hell? Why is y'all holding this conversation with this joker, man? I went, I, I had to ask him. I said, yo, you know, I really don't like that, man. I said, you know, um, I, I, I said something, something to him, something to him to the effect about him sleeping with people with men who sleeping with women. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, you know, people need to be for real about who they are. Bye. Right. Bye. Right. Let's see what's talking right here. It's crazy. Crazy. You fucking crazy. Listen, that shit is insane. For a man to sit and talk about a man fucking him, you talking about a man putting his penis in your, in your goddamn ass, and you think that this shit is okay to talk about? Period. Anywhere? At any time? Mm-hmm. You are out of your goddamn mind. You are out of your mind. I don't care what you're saying. You talking about that. That alone let me know you out of your mind. You, you ain't had to say nothing about you. 
You know, you ain't had to, you ain't had to say that what, what normal people are called crazy. That right there is crazy enough to normal people. <laughs> Straight black pride. All day. I'm like, this is, I, I'm like, yo, no, no, no. I'm a female brother born. I don't think it's by accident that Atlanta became the black uh, uh, homo, perverted homosexual capital in this country. You know, they've been trying to think about it. Our people in the South was much more uh, uh, strong against homosexuality than those in the North. In the North, you got decadent New York, and then you had Cali on the West End, you know, fag. Uh, San Francisco, but the South, that Texas, that Georgia, that Alabama, mm-hmm. our body, North Carolina, South Carolina, don't play that shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's an accident that goddamn Atlanta and Georgia became the goddamn perversion capital of, of our people. Now, listen to me. Check this out, right? Check this out. Would it not be coincidental that every year they hold uh, black, uh, like like they always hold in black conventions for the top blacks in the in, in in the world, the top blacks in the United States. They got their boule conventions there. Would it not be just coincidental? Because you know anywhere that a bunch of fags that you're gonna have other fags. Why? Because you're gonna have some pimpin' pimp, and you're gonna have some hoes. Now, if these jokers is not messing with no women, then them hoes going to be men. So when you see a plethora of these types around, you see a lot of conventions going on in there. You look to see what type of hoes I'm be. You find out what type of people you're dealing with. And you go out there and you see men on the stroll everywhere. That's stuff like women. I mean, the people who come in there Want that? That's what they want. That's what they want. That's what they're looking for. That's what they want. That's what they're looking for. Because they got to supply that. Go be natural. Then what do they do? They put the music there. Oh, go ahead. Shut on, brother boy, because Atlanta, Georgia, is a big conventional fucking city in the south. Yeah. Now, what else do they do? They put the music there. See, they brought the music there. They said, look, if you want to get on, come on down here. But they put all the sags in charge of everything to make sure that, look, now there's no doubt about it. You're going through the bag. See, the other industry, they, could, they couldn't really rock it just like that, just like that. But then they brought it down there. Then now you got to because they all around. All the black A&Rs. All the producers. And when I say all, I mean like 90%. You know, I'm generalizing. I'm generalizing. But in general, in general, though, a lot of them are what we would call white sex offenders. So that's the type of atmosphere that's down there. And, you know, that, that is wild. You know, they brought that down there. And that just, like, broke the barrier. But it's still tension, but it's just, like, broken because now – 
people could say, look it, look it, look it, look it. They tried to do it in Washington, D.C., it looked like, but it didn't work. It didn't work in D.C., and they couldn't just build a black uh, fag city in New York because it's too, like, they couldn't just build it up there in the Bronx or Brooklyn like that. They had to build, they had to build a, a multicultural one down in the village. Plus the Beastmakers, they're uh, home. You know, you got the Stonewall bullshit with the crack of beast in the 70s, the bag up here, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're just racist. You know what we've done with? We've done with a global terrorist organization. Matter of fact, saying that, uh, what is it? What was that? Might have been, uh, might have been Venezuela. Somebody just now put the bushes and just put a one out on the ass. Another, another uh, country, Peru. Peru just put out some warrants on George Bush and Dick Cheney. So I've just seen that information in, in the new I'll find it, pull that out. We're with worldwide beats. Unadulterated, unfiltered worldwide beats. But yeah, family, you know, it's um let me see what let me see what I got going on here. Pull this out for you. All right, uh, hold on. The, the black caucus did. The black caucus members walked out on that and how Yahoo's speech before it was over. Nancy Pelosi and the black caucus walked out on on some crackers. Oh, that's what the thing I seen that the. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, this was something that happened this other day. The black caucus walked out on, you know, Netanyahu, that's the that's the Jew, that's the leader of Israel. So he was giving the speech and the and Pelosi and the Black Caucus walked out. Now, up come some nigger some um some 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 handkerchief head Negroes. They come up, uh handkerchief head preachers, and they came up and they just uh they came out in a group of six of them. Right a, the, uh, a letter to the Black Caucus for walking out on Netanyahu about how much Israel is our friend and don't you don't you do nothing bad to Israel don't uh, don't disrespect Israel because when you disrespect Israel you disrespect God children yeah you know Nichols lost baby in mind oh let me tell y'all what happened earlier so brother April. Everywhere. Oh man. Oh no, what happened to Brother Abu? Listen, listen, listen. Earlier, right? We on we on uh we on the black power block. We got brother uh Solomon up there. He chopping it up, right? So uh 
somebody in the chat room types in, is that uh, Soul of Mine who be on TR, TSR, TRS, or whatever, uh, the, 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 the debate champ or some shit like that, right? So dude get on the line, right? And so now dude get on the line, dude sounding black, right? He's sounding black. When we we talking, woo, 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 woo. and so he like you know he get you know he get above Solomon's props and shit you know like first he asked him some questions about his Arabic and everything, and then he was like yo you know he liked him whatever whatever whatever, um, and then he was like yo, word on the sh-. he was like but is word on the street is word on the street out on you or something like that the word is out on you on the street or something right, you know what I'm saying so oh, what the hell. And so now we get to asking him, hold on, hold on, what, what happened, Sister Camille? He said something about color. He said something about color. That's what he said. He said, yo, and I don't see no color, right? And so boom, 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 he talking. So I go, who are you? What are you, man? He was like, yo, I'm a Palestinian Israeli or some shit. What? I uh, uh, Arab Israeli. <laughs> right? So I'm like, what? So he's like, yo, I'm gonna keep it 100. He's like, yo, listen, listen, right? He's like, yo, I'm gonna keep it 100. Sister Camille said, yo, listen, wait a minute, man. What you mean you gonna keep it 100? Let me try to use my body. <laughs> right? So she said something about the cracker beast. He said, yo, listen, sister, you like, yo, listen, you know, I'm I'm, I'm humble, but look, man, when you hate the cracker, I hate the cracker, too. You we don't got to, you know, he like, oh, we don't like the cracker. <laughs> so she said, so talking about the Middle East, and she like, you know, she tell him, you know, giving him geographic about it. So he like, yeah, I agree. And so he's not understanding just Camille is including him in the cracker too. Yeah. Right. He's a dumb cracker. Go ahead. <laughs> he's dumb. 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 He's like, He's dumb. 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 <laughs> son. Oh man, son, yo, son, he ain't had no comeback for that. He had no comeback for that, son. I'm like, yo, man. I'm like, yo, you not even understanding. I'm like, are you listening? I gotta tell him. I'm like, yo, are you listening? I'm like, nah, man, you included. You included in that, man. You know what I'm saying? This part of it is all. Oh, so you know, we hang up to get right into evolution. I was like, yeah, you know, my man on the line. He don't understand. He part me in the dog. Now he pulls up and he's gonna he throws in the chat room. Oh, sister Camille, that's what you on. He you ain't seeing in the chat room. He puts in, well, look, I'm from the Middle East. So since you say the Middle East is Africa, I'm African then. I said, oh man, this is so crazy. I think he has to call up in here. Okay, because let's get it one hundred. You're the cracker beast that came out of Eastern Europe, all right? You are in a beta. Get the fuck up out of our land. 
I was waiting for him to finish. I said, let me let him finish. Let me let you finish your little speech real quick. I did not because we're going to chew this up real quick. Chew this up. You call in, want to be friends with Brother James. You're trying to befriend him. You got the friends all of mine. He in the chat room. I want to clear it up. I want to clear it up. That way he said the debate means the, the, the street. He was like, no, nah, no. Nah, when I say the street, I mean in the debate circuit. I said, oh, man. Because I had to ask him. I said, what you mean about that, man? What you telling Brother Soul of mine, man? Word on the street. Talking about that word on the street. <laughs> what is that? Brother Soul of mine did it because he knew I understood what he was saying. But I didn't understand what the hell that was. I said, hey, tell me Brother Soul of mine, word on the street is. Because I know how Brother, Brother Soul of mine lives. He lives in Philly, man. And, and that's a total Muslim city. And as you talking about word on the street, those jokers in Philly is not, they crazy. They suffer from the same shit that everybody else suffers from. So let's believe they acting just like white folks and will hunt a black man down. And will use us as cannon fodder for their own fucking means because I really feel that's what's happening. We're noticing an infiltration of them hard in the hood. Okay, mm-hmm. corner store, one popped up, another one popped up. We realized they the same motherfucking people. A third one them popped up, all right? And then they dressing like they are, like they brother. You just got here. How you dressing like you a brother? Mm-hmm. And the next motherfucker come on talking about, okay, let's keep it real, 100. Yo! <laughs> keep it 100. That's, that's a keep it 100. What's going on? I'm telling you, I thought he was. I thought he was for a moment. I thought he was a brother. I'm saying his language. He had his language. He must have been hanging around all this night. He been hanging around. I'm talking about. He's been listening to it, and then he checked in the chat room. So now I know he be inside the Google Hangout. He said, "I'll talk to you on the Google Hangout." That's what I told him. Is I'm gonna see all y'all faces, man. If I can't see your face, man, you can't talk. You got nothing to say. I really feel brother boy, and they're trying to use us. You know, they're trying to use the rightful anger that we have for the cracker beast. They're, they're brothers, because they're motherfucking cracker beasts too. All right? To push their political agenda using that religion of perversion. Mm-hmm. I've seen two brothers working in these stores. And two different hoods. And I asked him when I went in there, are y'all Muslim? Oh, uh, yes, sister. I said, figure that's why y'all up in here working. They never have us in their store. Mm-mm. Muslim. Brother. So that brother's going to probably be proselytizing to the brothers on the block. Yeah. They pulled that fifth column on us before. You know what I'm saying? That was the whole Asiatic movement that came about. The whole Asiatic thing was the, that was that was the that was the inner plan uh, of the Asiatic type of Islam. Now they coming for hardcore Arabism because they came with that Asiatic Indo Islam, right? 
That's what that's what that NOI more science temple, all that shit. That's that Sufi Indo Asiatic Islam. That's that shit. So now they dealing with that, and then these jokers come with the Arab doubt. Because the Arab doubt, see, they could, because they dealing in, in Quranic history, the Arab doubt, they can say that the Arab doubt is the more straightest one. So when they start to look into it, they see that it's using the Arab language and all that shit. So the Arab, because the language of the Quran is in that language, so then they automatically got to put it's Arabic stuff. And then you got people like Wesley Williams putting out books from our Black Arabia and all this stuff. So then that's when we all can have another time. Saudi Arabia has been dumping petrol Qurans in the Black community for, for a couple. I blame Dad Craig. I don't know what he said he was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I blame Dad Pratt. He said, "What you mean you blame Dad Pratt?" Listen, 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 what's that? I came to see guest twelve. What you mean you blame affiliates as a casualty of it? Look, man. Google Dad Pratt. I know Dad Pratt is a rock group. Did you say that? Put the link in. Guess what? I can go right to the link that you're talking about. So then I can see what you're talking about. That's all. Just throw the link in the chat room to it, and then I can get right to it. All right. Now, back to the situation at hand. You know, they ushered that right on in, especially in Philly. They brought it on the Muslims in Philly and Detroit, man. They just brought that shit in, man. And because black people was wanting to get run away from Christianity so bad, they ran right into the arms of Islam. They, just, they was running to something that was blacker because they could see other black, they could see Africans over there named after the Islamic names and all that. And they could pull it, look at this Islamic legend. It's yours. It's the religion of everybody. Then it, and then because of the... um. Because of the infinity for the for cracker Jesus, they didn't have to even leave cracker Jesus. You don't even got to leave cracker Jesus going to Islam. You just allegedly leave a white man. You feel me? You just leave him. I leave a white man alone. I'm going to wake up our Oswald brothers, Abraham, Steve, or real something. They link ours with them. And they're going to link all with the Abraham. You know what I'm saying? It ain't because they really love Muhammad better. It's because they want somebody else to fight with. They're scared to fight on their own. So it's in the band that I'm going to link arms with the Abraham. I'm going to link arms with them. I'm good. All right. Let me see what this is. Let me see what this link they're talking about. All right. That link ain't even come up, man. You give me faulty links, man. Let me let me hear it again. I don't know what to do with it. Give me no faulty links. Uh, well, I can't. I don't got time to look at this, man. 
Telling it might be Oma Wally, 
I'm trying to, I can't think of it. Y'all tell me, O'Malley got to tell me. And y'all, and Cleo Monago was at that shit. Yeah, 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 there they go. Guess 12, guess 12. Yeah, go on, guess 12 is selling in right now. Yeah. No, no, they, they definitely, yeah, they was at the, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They do about with the Yahoo movement. They do about with the Yahoo movement. I do know that at the class too. And I remember you have to tell me they were, uh, like, a approval or endorsement uh, 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 Cleo Manigo. So, I don't know. So, well, I do know. I do know. I know that. I'm no homo, and I can't box with you. If you go the wrong way, we just go on. It's just okay. Nah, 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 nah. That's a sickness. You ain't having that now. Hell of that sickness, man. And down there, and you know something that's something that's really real though is that I doubt that a man can come back from that uh, unless you unless you was molested as a child or something, right? But I doubt if you start to enjoy that, man. How you gonna enjoy that, right? And then come back and be like, I'm straight. Like if you if you've been getting, you know, you've been getting sodomized. You've been sodomized. How can you ever come back from that? That's that's just I I I'm I'm just bugged out by that. That just bugs me out. I'm like, how can you come back from that? No coming back from that. Come back from being sodomized. You can't do that. Engaging in that white sexual behavior, you know, and I, I can remember at least like eight years ago, easy. All of a sudden in the hood, I was surprised to find out how many sisters was letting brothers into them from that area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where the fuck I've been? <laughs> You know, what time of the type and everybody told me, I'm like, word, you, you, nah, I ain't playing that. Nah, I'm, I'm just not. So as a woman, I can't, so as a man, yo, penis, yo, I don't, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yo. Yo, if a man is that to a man, you just got to be, I'm saying, just Yo, it's just outrageous. I'm telling you, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Yo, man, if you allow me to do that to you, I think you really done. Man. Man. Homeboy, how you, how you, how you, homeboy, how you come back from that, man? How you make it back from that, man? That you willfully enjoy this, man? And then you're telling me, I don't like men's no more. I'm not gay. You know what I mean? You come out like the, the soup take at the church. You know they beat that joke there. He put a picture up to when people beat him up because he was gay. Brother Hey Wu, 
Oh, Peace. I'm going to Oh, I can't find the body. Okay. That's why I have this the body. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got my, got my Walter Williams. I got my Walter Williams. So I'll be red up and sped up. Black power. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, let me get this thing. Let me see. Get this. I got the introduction to Islam. Let me get the Christianity one because we're already jumping on Christianity. Now I thought I might as well fill in these spots with this Islam and be ready for the Islam thing because I got them in a bind over here. You know what I'm saying? I know I know where you got that from. So, you know, you know, a certain type to, to rappers and y'all took the other thing because y'all was already still practicing it. And y'all mix and match this all together. Right now. Right now. Yeah, I thought somebody had y'all listen, right? I thought somebody took it. Now, listen, I didn't know the post office delivered on Sundays here. Right? So, the post office delivered on Sundays in Connecticut, and the uh, Amazon sent me a text telling me my book had arrived, right? I'm like, yo, man, so I'm going out at everybody's house. Like, yo, it's my book. You know what I'm saying? I got the kids at everybody's house because it's not snow outside. So they're they knocking on everybody's door. Where's my book? Where's my book? I called the post office first thing in the morning. They're like, yo, listen, um, we couldn't deliver it. It was too much snow. I'm like, man, there wasn't no snow on my box. And they deliver, and the, and, and the BS was, and then I know the post office was running because they delivered another package. So I'm like, how do you deliver that? And then you can't, and, and the package has got the same address, and you can't find me. But they got here today because I surely was going to go look. If it didn't come today, I was going to be at everybody's house again. Where's my book, man? You said it's here. Oh, y'all better send me another one, eight shots for free. So we'll see what's significant. Mm-hmm. Everyone enjoy. Let me just Glycon, second century by the Greek prophet. Hold on. Glycon was a snake god according to Satirist Lucian, who provides the primary literary reference to the deity. Lucian claims Glycon was created in the mid 3rd century by the Greek prophet Alexander of, of Abednoxius in 20 BC. Glycon is referred to by the Roman poet in his epistle 1 and the first epistle used the stare of the muscles of the invisible Glycon. Lucian was ill disposed towards the cult. Paul Alexander, a false prophet, accusing the whole enterprise of being a host. Glycon himself was supposedly a handful. The cult originated in Macedonia. What is this got to do with some of Macedonia? Macedonian snake coat, 160. Uh, an inscription from Antioch, Glycon protects us from the plague cloud. That is consistent with descriptions we have been using. Uh, 
So he was saying that these people probably came from Eber. The Akkadian names used in the Assyrian and Babylonian records of the 8th century BCE for the land to the west of the Euphrates. That's Papalola, Papola, page 116, Zada, page 129, Syria. These regions apparently passed from Neo Babylonian to Persian control. In 539 BCE, the Cyrus the Great conquered Mesopotamia. In 535 BCE, Cyrus made Babylonia and even into a single Kachapi that included almost all the territory of the previous Neo Babylonian kingdom. From Babylonian legal documents, the followers of traps, all evidently Persian residing in Babylon are known. I don't believe none of it. It don't exist if the goddamn Bible don't exist. I don't believe none of it. Well, I'm gonna give you my source for even though I'm gonna give you the source so y'all can so if people if people wanna look at it, they can look at it. It's um uh, uh Encyclopedia Iranica. Don't believe none of it. Not one damn bit. See, that's what it see? See, and I, you know what, right? And, and I have read through everything, right? Now, listen, I get to one part right here where all of that, where all of a sudden exactly what you say coming right into play. Because what does it say right here? Ibanari included three areas with distinct types of administrative status, Phoenicia, Judah, and Samaria, and the Arabian tribes. The Phoenician cities of Sire, Sidon, Byblos, and Eridus were vassal states ruled by a hereditary local king who struck their own silver coins, whose power was limited by the Persians to trap the local popular assembly. So long as you start talking about Phoenicia, Judah, Samaria, you're starting to have power. <laughs> the game is over. All right? We are not our grandparents. No disrespect. Yeah, now you're saying Shush Bazaar. We got Nehemiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, man. Nah, man. You know how shocked I was, Brother Bourne, when I started rereading The Ruins of Empire by California. And I'm thinking, like, how I had this book for a minute and how when I first read it, well, I'm not where I was mentally when I read it first. Because it never dawned on me to check the name of these places. I'm put it down because I'm back to origins of Islam. And, I, you know, I'm getting ready for Saturday. But it's a stunning fucking thing. And now, this motherfucker lived in the uh, late 1700s. Right? So by then, you definitely got the Bible bullshit. 
if we're following the timeline in the printed press 1445. So all works, I'm going to say after that, in particular, you will find, I'm finding the, the Bible influence. You know, Wallace Ball. I'm not looking at history. I haven't really get hard yet in this shit, but I'm going in. Flanders. They will admit what is in front of their face and then try to make real some shit that never existed that they can't find nothing for. And, and you're saying that, and you're saying that, you know, the, the owners of the first printing press was them Jews. You know, they're the ones who, who had it. They were start publishing. So it would only be right that they'll put the story in there in order to make sure that they can have a connection. They have already convinced white people that they have a racket on smart. Thank you. Who wouldn't get a stuff to the Jew to make sure it's all right? That's the type of attitude we have when dealing with it. And the insanity that we all accept <clears throat> because that Huckabee's um, Beast Arab had the nerve to say, um, one Israel, and then he said, um, basically paraphrasing understanding that Israel had come about until 1945. Now, that's the thing I find stunning with, 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 with the majority of the population on the planet. Because there is no goddamn Israel, no real Israel ever until 1945. The first time you hear of Israel is in the goddamn box. Mm-hmm. No, that's why I had to catch him on that. I said, oh, whoa. Once you start doing that, now we got, now we got to end the conversation. Ain't nothing more for us to talk about. You know, ended it right there with that. With that reference about Israel coming out of there at some other time, automatically we got to stop this. If you just went somewhere where we're not even going entertain that comic book here, not today. Not right there, not at this hour we're going to entertain that. We're going good. Blow it right off the front. Exactly. So how can uh, uh, there be a such thing as a debate with a Hebrew, like really, or, or uh, a black Israelite? I mean, it cancels itself out because it's really, it's like, this ain't hard to prove. 1905 is not hard to go back to, even though it was 2015. 1943 ain't hard to go back to where there is no place called Israel. There is no place called Israel in the 1800s. There's no place called Israel in the 1400s. There's no place called Israel 1000 A.D. No place called Israel 200 B.C. What the fuck are we talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, 
that's that's that nonsensical propaganda that they put out. We going we checking the dates. We ain't found them yet. We ain't we looking for them. We lost them. Uh, they they uh, now turned this into some other magical tribe. You know they they have that ability to change from one thing to another, sort of like a Malachi's New York type group. Early, he probably Malachi's New York probably got it from them. Well, you know, a lie is forever changing while the truth remains the same. Mm. But, like you said, um, we're sitting there, we're watching it, and we're holding on uh, diligently to the line. We're going to make sure that we keep informing our people and make sure that we're always fighting first and foremost. There's a, a lot to be done out here. Don't get down. We all got our job to do. We all got our own thing to do. So with that being said, you know, I like to make sure that all my co-hosts are changing. They want to have anything to add on. To the family, we'd like to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Same uh, thing Thursday, we'll be getting it in. Uh, we shot to get in a special guest, deal with a little bit of uh, deal with a little bit of law. You know what I mean? So uh, I'll definitely make sure everybody's being aware of that, and we'll be getting it on a real night. So run the family over here at feet uh, on the ground, praising that turn George Garvey, going with the spirit of Dr. Tyler Dumas. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.